Two sisters lived on separate sides of the states. One in NYC and the other LA. They both moved to Chicago and decided to stay. Now here's their playful podcast packed with Kid Lit Parlay. Children's books. Are they really that great? Talking children's books is with Kate and Fuse 8. Children's books. Why, what, and how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now. Kate, there's something different about you. Is there? There is. It was like the last time we met... You were not the same as you are now. I'm trying to figure out what it is. Last time we met, I was in a bar for the first time in over a year. There is that. So that might be it. <laughs> it might be you have something on your finger. There wasn't oh. on, it wasn't on the finger before. Yeah, I have a second ring now. You got two of them. You I, acquired a second ring. I acquired a new ring. Well, that's very special. Because I uh, hated the first one. I know, right? <laughs> I, I didn't want to say anything when the ring was around. But... It's, a, it's a wedding ring. It, you got a wedding ring on your finger. I got Maui. You got Maui. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That Which uh, gave us an excuse to take two weeks off, quite frankly. Because yeah. you got married, but then I went on a writing retreat. Yeah. And I needed to recover. So yeah, as did I. (laughs) Well, I think you needed to recover more than I did, probably. Probably, I would say yes. But yeah, so I almost am forgetting like how this works. But I'm pretty sure this is Fuse Eight and Kate. Yes. Uh, And I am Betsy. Yes. And you are Kate. Yes. And we read picture books. Yeah. Yeah. And Uh and determine something about them. Um, if they're blue, sometimes I guess. If they're... It's really not... It'd be an interesting podcast if it was that. If but no. they're food, no. No. Change the F for G, a G. If they're good. good. If they're good. Yeah. If they're good. Or if they're... What's the opposite of good? In a bad way. Yes. Pood. So if they're if bad. If they're pooed. Come on. You place the G for a P. Eh, I'll allow it. Okay. That's right. And uh, so this week... Well, we sort of missed, okay, during our entire break, we kind of missed a bunch of dead people. And I mentioned that Eric Carle died, and Lois Elder died, and then uh, Robert Quackenbush also died, so that that's a new one. We got, we got it. That's a fun last name. Isn't it great? Is it Quackenbush? His last name was Quackenbush. Interesting. He was Robert Quackenbush. At that point, you'd better write a children's book because you were kind of faded too. Is that his real name? It was his, literally his real name. I'm sure he never got made fun of. I used to collect the names of like, there was Sarah Pennypacker and there and there's Robert Quackenbush. And I had a third one and now I've completely forgotten who it was. But those are those were my two, my two top two. But uh, Amelia Bedelia? <laughs> didn't write many things. Oh. If she did, I wouldn't trust them. So yes. So I figured we should go through some of these dead people. And, and read their books. And why not start at the top? Because we really have only ever done one book by Eric Carle. Is that true? I don't know. <laughs> I don't I'm know. like 90% sure that's true. Okay. I didn't know he did any other books except oh for Oh my one. gosh, he did so many other books. So figuring out what the second book should be, that was a little tricky. But I think you'll enjoy this choice. I'm going to pull it out now. Draw me a star by Eric Carl. Very good. Uh, that was kind of a gimme. It yeah. is written on the cover. And yeah, and you told me it was, it was gonna him. be. Was yeah, gonna be yeah, that's so, true. Hmm. Yes, draw me a star. Um, probably his most banned book. 
band. Let's see if you can figure out why. <laughs> Go read that book. All right. While Kate does her read, let's get a behind-the-scenes peek at Eric Carl. Um, actually, I'm gonna I'm, I'm lying to you. It's, we're gonna do a behind-the-scenes peek at Eric Carl, but not specifically for this book, because you see, when Eric Carl died, an incorrect piece started circulating about the internets, and this piece stated that, unknown to many of us, Eric Carl's publisher actually forced him to make the caterpillar feel bad after it ate all those non-caterpillar-related foods in The Very Hungry Caterpillar. Uh, and all of us were like, oh, that was terrible. It was bad. It was in a book, uh, Fierce Bad Rabbits, uh, so it had to be true because it was in a book. And uh, no, 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 no. Turns out this was a uh, April Fool's piece that had been printed once. This book did not realize that and picked it up. It was not legit. It was not true. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we can't have some fun behind the scenes, Eric Carl facts. So let's let's source this uh, in an interview with Mo Rocca for CBS this morning in 2014. Eric Carl was asked what made him come up with the idea, and he said, "I punched holes into a stack of paper with a hole puncher, and looking at the holes, at first I thought of a bookworm, and came up with a book about Willie the Worm." The book was exactly as it is today, with short pages and holes and food, except it was about a worm. My editor didn't like the worm. And we talked about different possibilities. And at one point she said, caterpillar, and I said, butterfly. I should note that the actual title was going to be, and I kind of love this, A Week with Willie the Worm. And didn't we dodge a bullet with that one, ladies and gentlemen? See, this is why we have editors. You came back. I, I live here. Oh, shoot. You're right. Okay. Yeah. I just got so cozy in here. I forgot I was in my house. I, I read a book. Hey, you read a book. Yeah. Well, what was that book about? Um, penises. Yeah. <laughs> you figured out why it got banned. Well, yeah. We'll get to it. Actually, it's more than one reason, but okay. So we start off with this tribute. It's really short. It just says, for my father... 1904 to 1960, which means his dad died at 56, which is super young. That's super young. That seems super young to me now that I'm in my 40s. Right. My 50s is not old at all, but if you'd asked me in my 30s, I'd be like, he had a long, fruitful life. I'm in my 30s. I think 56 is pretty young. Yeah, it is pretty young. I don't know. Anyway, so then you get to the title page where it says, Eric Carl, draw me a star. And I was like, yeah, Eric. Yeah, (laughs) draw it, Eric. Get to it. it. That should have been the title. (laughs) But There should be a comma there, I think. (laughs) I think there should be Eric Carl, comma, draw me a star, star. exclamation point. Yeah. Yep. And then I was like. Tell Eric Carl what to do. I was like, did this get banned because this kid isn't wearing any pants? He's clearly not wearing any pants. No. At all. But. This but he's fine with it. Yeah. And in the, Let the child wear no pants. And in the beginning, uh, this child is referred to as the artist. Of course. The artiste. Yes. Right. <laughs> and I noticed that from the title page to the time he's finished drawing this star, he's probably aged like a good 10 years. And I was like... It takes a long time to make a star. What the heck? If I know anything about... I'm literally going through my head and being like, don't say astrology. Don't say astrology. <laughs> Astronomy, if I know anything about astronomy, it's that stars take a long time to make. Oh. Yep. 
<laughs> That's science, Kate. No, I mean, Leos versus Tauruses. Not, not the thing. No, no I didn't say astrology. But it does involve stars, too. Yeah. So mm. anyway, I was like, this is weird. This kid is aging quite quickly. And then I realized later on, oh, he's supposed to. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah, that'd be a weird thing to just accidentally I mean, do. he finishes his star and he's clearly like 18 years old at this point. That's true. But man, that dress fits him just fine. He looks good. Is it a, is it a robe? It may be a robe, actually. It's very pretty. It's very nice. It's like, you know how painters usually wear like coveralls or something? Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. that, but it's uh, like But a, like with paint all over it. Yeah. That's, a gown? It's, it's drapey. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like it. So he draws a star, and then the star says, "Draw me a sun." Oh, and the artist says, "The artist drew a sun. It was a warm sun." I was like, "Should have been a sassy sun." I was gonna ask you, like, on the level of like one to ten, where is the sass of this? This sun? lacks the sass. It's a, it's, it's a sass lacker. Sass a lack. It's a it's a alas, <laughs> lacking in sass. Lass. <laughs> Say that ten times fast. No, I will not. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's a sun. That's fine. I don't As know. suns go. I mean, it, there's not a lot of depth to it. Well, it, it is made out of paper. It's a face, and there's rays. Painted cut paper, yes. I don't feel like he could have done a little more to it. I'll inform him when I die. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, uh, then it says, okay, so the sun wants the artist to draw a tree. And then the tree... Sounds sassy to me. The tree asks for a man and a woman. And so the artist drew, quote, a handsome couple. <laughs> we, I don't want a fugly couple. We don't, I want <laughs> ugly people. I, I want a that handsome. tree would have hit me upside the head if I hadn't given. I don't want, want to look at ugly people. Said yeah. the tree. I, I wonder to... if this is like the Giving Tree all over again. <laughs> giving Tree is in, in so fact then, the original tree. So then we get this collage couple: mm-hmm. naked man, naked woman, naked man, naked woman. And then I was like, oh, so is this banned because of the sort of collaged penis? Can we? I think we should put this on Instagram so people can oh, tell us. Oh, it's going on instagram <laughs> so we can tell us their opinion of whether it should have been banned over this like well, she, little piece of paper she ha- she's got she's got some stuff not she's really got some junk her piece of paper is bigger than his piece of paper well we, we don't know that he might be uh <laughs> cold facing away from us that might be his back for all we know okay wow okay could be cold so then uh the the handsome couple want a house and then the house Jeez. the house wants a dog. Okay. So the dog No house in the history of the world has ever wanted a dog, but alright. Well, this dog is about the size of the house. <laughs> it is a ginormous. Maybe it's like, it's a, like wolf. a wolfhound. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's those, a, those giant dogs. Its head is almost hitting like the gutter, you know? It could and be the... closer to us, of course. I mean It could be a depth thing. It could. It doesn't really look he like He does it put is, a but... lot of detail into the dog, though. I mean, he had to cut out paper for the itty-bitty little teeth, the right? The teeth are really shockingly small. Yeah. I don't, don't even know how you would do that. I Maybe it's paint. Because if, this seems like a mixture of both yeah, collage and that paint. paint. That so, would make much more sense, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I was just surprised that the dog is almost I like the re- up to the roof. <laughs> I like the reflection of the blue cloud or the clouds in the in the sky in the window. We will get to the clouds. Wait, wait, wait. We're not there yet. Oh, okay. So the dog wants a cat. A cat wants a bird. And oh, this is just brown bear, brown bear. What do you see? That was the other air crawl that we did. By the way, I now remember. Oh, yeah. I know those. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whoops. All Bye. right. We did that like really not that long ago. All right. I didn't know that was him. That was him. Oh, that was actually his first book. Fun fact. Oh, Yay. okay. Yeah. So then, anyway, so all right, the bird wants. 
cat wants a bird, the bird wants a butterfly. Well, they just want to eat each other, so. But here's the thing. The butterfly, it really should have been, and this is where I need to ask, which came first, this book or Hungry Caterpillar? Okay. Which, I believe Hungry Caterpillar came first. Then it should have made a cameo. <gasps> True. Because this butterfly is nothing. Some interloper butterfly. It's nothing compared to the Hungry Caterpillar butterfly. That That's one true. was magnificent. This Maybe if he fine, worried that if he but... made it too magnificent, no one would pay attention to the rest of the book. They'd just stop there and be like, book's over. I got to the caterpillar that or the butterfly. That's how these things work, right? But the, you can see he makes one bird. And one butterfly, right? He does, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm hold, with you. Hold, hold on to that. Okay. Because. It's all in the singular. So then, right. So then the butterfly wants flowers. And you see a bunch of like tulips, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Right. But then we come to the clouds. Clouds are nice. The clouds are my favorite. They are really? clouds Why? full of rain. They are and full they, of rain. They have all these different textures mm-hmm. and colors and like brush strokes and there's like white and there's blue and there's black and there's like a little bit of green these are my favorite if you could find a really good tattoo artist i would want these clouds whoa we haven't had a kate tattoo like show up on this show in a very long time and it's a cloud these clouds these clouds are gorgeous i'm not denying that they're very beautiful clouds because you could put a lot of meaning behind the clouds too like what they mean to you personally and they wouldn't be Something that you might regret, you know, later in life because they're clouds. Clouds, man. Not like it's a, not like they, not like a Tweety Bird tattoo where you might right. be like, eh, I kind of regret that one. No, this, these I think are cool. But you have to find a Case really good artist in favor of clouds. They're not Tweety Bird. <laughs> right. You, you can quote me on that. I am. I will be. So then we whoa, get wordless to, bread. Right, right, wordless bread. With now we've got like five birds. Well, they've we've, made we've more got birds. four butterflies. We've got both is rain that, wait, clouds that, that and the sun. There's more people. There's more people. Because I'm pretty sure that man did not there's have a beard. There's two dogs. I don't know what's going on. When did all these... They di- fruitful multiplied. I Really? Sure. Did they? I guess so. I mean, it's not like God's in this book. And, the, and now but, what? And they've invented clothes now? Well, they invented baseball caps, at least. Well, and shirts and pants and hats and oh, that's the same artist because he's wearing the same dress, uh, Roby dressy thing. Yeah, oh, he's but now he's got like a, now he's progress. got like a beard. Yeah, oh, now he's in his mid forties. He's in. He kind of look reminds me of Noah from like the Bible because you got like all these animals. Well, and you got the rainbow, rainbow. Yeah, which shout out to Pride because this is yeah, June. That's you a got nice the rainbow, ra- right? I'm just gonna say, just saying. Anyway, Not so sure why peaches on top of the red. But. You would say the artist is now like in his mid forties, probably. Sure, yeah, yeah. Forties. Mm-hmm. Still hasn't found a pair of pants, but you go, man. Nah, he doesn't need them at this no, he age. Does not. I mean, he's, he's gotten yeah, this far. At this far. point, yeah. If you didn't need them before, you don't need them now. So, oh God, he so, got really old. Okay. <laughs> somehow, man, he what aged, happened in that page turn? There? He aged about thirty years. <laughs> Wow. And now artists uh, do not live long. And now the rainbow says, "Draw me the night," and so you get these really cool like paint yeah uh, paintbrush strokes strokes yeah you can see the strokes you can see night coming that's cool and then the night wants a moon so the artist draws a moon Mm -hmm. and then the moon says draw me a star and this is where it kind of gets topical because have you seen the juneteenth flag i have but i don't recall it very well so Today, yeah. it was officially made. Juneteenth is now a federal holiday. Yes. And the Juneteenth flag features a white star in the center. 
um, kind of similar to the star that you saw in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And that represents the Lone Star State, but also the freedom that black Americans uh, received across the nation. Right. Right. Now, around the star in the flag, there's this burst that represents a nova or a new star. And this represents the new beginning for black Americans. So these two different stars are in this book, which kind of reminded me of the flag. The flag reminds me of this book. I think it's somewhat fitting also that at the very end, maybe it's just me, but it looks like at the very end, the artist turns into an older black man going away with the star. I can't help but agree with you. And I'm, that's clearly what this looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it's, I mean, this, we are, we're looking at an older edition, you know, but the colors have not been changed on anything. That is what that looks like. Isn't that kind of interesting? That's very interesting. That's my take on it. Anyway. Interesting. So he, right. So he makes the, the star, uh, the star says, hold on to me. The star said to the artist, and then they travel across the night sky together. Um, and that's it. That's the end. Not much, uh, not much of a plot forward book, this one. Mm, not so much. So generally speaking, uh, the inspiration behind this story, I believe Eric Carl said several different ways, was that his German grandmother or his, uh, his Oma uh, used to draw a star for him while reciting a nonsense poem. So that was the first reason he made this thing. Well, in the back of the book, it says what the nonsense poem is. Oh, no, it does actually have the poem? Yeah. Oh, it, what's the poem? It is. Is it like a nursery rhyme? Or? Um, well, I'm not going to read it in German. I'm just going to uh, read the, okay. but the, the translation. The translation is Cree craw toad's foot, geese walk barefoot. And that's every for every word you draw a line. So ah. Cree craw toad's foot, geese mm-hmm. walk barefoot. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that That's a lot. the nonsense poem. Okay, well, that's the nonsense, but there you go. Uh, the other inspiration apparently he had was that he had a dream about a shooting star landing on him. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this was very. That's also in the back of the book for him. Oh, yeah. that's also in the back. Well, why am I even telling you these things? They're already in the book already. Well, what's not in the book are the times it's been banned. Now, this is the first book where I was in my library. I pulled this book off the shelf for some reason. I don't remember why. I opened it up and I found little clothing had been cut out and pasted onto the man and woman. I will be including in the show notes for this book all the different kinds of clothing that you can find on the internet that people have made for this man and this woman. Uh. There is a wide array, and it is not that creative, but I am going to put it all there. So stupid. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not arguing with you. But uh, because of that man and woman, and because... Okay, so there's two different reasons it gets banned. One, naked people. Two, people who don't like religious connotations get mad that this might be a religious book. So then you've got people mad at it for several different reasons. Uh, In Texas, uh, let's see, it was banned for sexual content and nude illustration. That makes it sound he was nude when he was illustrating it, but okay, guys. Would you call a collage an illustration? Yes, I would. I would go so far as to even call photography illustration. So Uh, I have a very broad, I have a very broad definition of illustration. But I believe, but, you know, at the very least, you know, it's a craft that has created the art. You know, cut paper, I would call illustration, yes. Hmm. It's not drawing. It's illustration. Illustration is any way in which the book has been illustrated. So, 1996, uh, let's see, it was banned for illustrations of nude man and women. 
I'm not sure where more than one woman came <laughs> yeah, from there. I saw but, one uh, there, but yeah. Well, let me go back. Yeah, <laughs> so that was in Washington, 1999, uh, in New York. Uh, let's see. Uh, parents objected uh, to the nude man, and again, women based on Adam and Eve mythology. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was it was number sixty one on the top one hundred banned challenge books of two thousand to two thousand and nine, as uh, calculated by ALA. So there you go. But he had a response. It's a piece of paper, people. Chill out. Well, Garrett Carl would it's not a respond. Triangle. To, it is. It is quite small. <laughs> uh, maybe that was the objection. I don't know. <laughs> Eric Carl had a, a thing that he would say in response of this. Um, he would not make a new one for everybody. So he just, this was just his general response. It surprised me that you are disturbed by my depictions of the innocently naked couple, wrote Carl, who lives in Northampton, Massachusetts. My illustration style is generic, as a friend told me. Another friend, an art critic, compared my pictures favorably to primitive cave paintings. He's just burning himself over and over here. I am pleased with that analogy, for I attempt to simplify nature for children and through fact and fantasy to give joy and to help first readers fall in love with books. So it's a piece it's, of paper. He Get made, over yourselves. But they're naked pieces of paper. <sighs> yeah. Oh, well. Ratings time. Uh, okay, so it's a very pretty book. I like the simple collages. It's got lots of color. Not a lot of plot. Not a lot of plot. Uh, I definitely prefer The Hungry Caterpillar, but we can't compare the two books. Um, I didn't know that the other book we did was by him. So, there you go. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Um, I certainly don't think this should have been banned for a tiny piece of paper penis, but... <laughs> Ooh, tiny piece of... That's really hard to say. Tiny, tiny piece, piece of paper of, penis? Yeah. Tiny piece of paper penis. Uh, is it memorable? No. But I like how it started and ended with the stars and that the artist evolves over time yes. that, that he ages I, like um, I gave it a 5.5 i don't think i'll remember it in five years or tomorrow but i certainly don't hate it i am in very much the same boat i do not hate it i do not think it is one of his better books um i i think it's fine but of course i can't compare it right all right. right our thing is always you have to look at the book in front of you you are not comparing it to the greater good or the you know the greater works of, of eric carl does it work reading it in front of a group? Eh, not really. Um, it's more of a one-on-one -on -one book. It's a lap book, if you will. Is it the greatest lap book I've ever seen? No, not particularly. It's very pretty, and it has very nice clouds, and there's naked people in it, so, you know, you get half a point for that right there. <laughs> so, I, you know, I'm a 4.5. Oh, okay. So your 4.5, my 5.5 means it's a 5, yep. so it is a down-the-line. Yeah, classic right down the line down the line classic what do we say we say woohoo in some cases we say want wah when it's the other side what do we say for a five meh 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 <laughs> meh 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 all right letters time Ooh. okay we've got two letters uh i will just jump right in the first one comes from heather she begins <sighs> Aww. She just wrote sigh in really, really big letters, so sorry. I figured that was... Sorry, Heather. Yeah, she said, it's been a hard week for picture book lovers. We lost both Eric Carle and Lois Ellert. I'm going to go listen to these classic Fuse 8 and Kate podcasts to cheer me up. Aww. By the way, I'd like to share a fun family memory regarding the color shift for the lowercase n. Do you recall in, uh, in, Ch in Chicka Chicka Boom Boom, you pointed out that the lowercase n changes color? Yes. Yes. Okay. 
My kiddo's first name starts with an N, as does her dad's. As a result, kiddo paid close attention to the N's when we shared the book for the first time. Kiddo had a theory. Lowercase n on the scene by the coconut tree is mixed race, just like she is. So, by kid logic, little n is a different color than big n because they're a mixed family. I like that. Yes. And, of course, kiddo completely disregarded the possibility that the letter is an upside down U. (laughs) I never had the heart to correct her. I don't know if kiddo will remember this when she's older. That being said, it added a sweet note to my experiences with this title. Thank you, Lois Ellert, for a confirmed classic oh that's Very nice and we get next one comes from stephanie the third sister hello hello stephanie um this was a very very long email so stephanie had to cut it down just bitty, 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 bitty. so I, I apologize first of all and going in reverse order of my subject line many congratulations to the newly married kate oh, and multiple wishes for happily ever after thank you next you might remember me telling you of one of your youngest fans namely my second grader who listens to part of the podcast on his way to school and orders me not to listen to the rest of it without him uh-oh we should have warned that we're going to be mentioning penises a lot before uh, playing this one. Well, school's out, so I think that problem has evaporated. Hey. You know, the kids aren't in school right now. Uh, the little one, uh, Arthur, was listening to the pig's wedding episode when he suddenly looked up in concern and asked, are they socially distancing? I assured Aww. him that you were both vaccinated and therefore he could stop worrying. Of course, I don't know for sure if you're both vaccinated. That's, we are. We, we most certainly are. And it's not my business if you are or not for whatever reason, but I just wanted to let you know that one of your small fans wishes you great good health. Additionally, it continues to be surreal and sad that the pandemic has done so much to everyone that an eight-year-old has it on the tip of his brain to ask about social distancing. Depressing thoughts aside, I come to Heinies, which are very much on the opposite end of depressing. As I mentioned on Twitter, I was quite overcome with the hilarity of the anus discussion in the pig's wedding episode but was completely on the floor when Kate mentioned the cherries on the bedroom curtains. And then, when apples were mentioned, I could not help but think, as in apples they stuff in a pig's mouth when they roast it whole. Those are some subversive German curtains, to be sure. My best to you both, as I remain honored to be the third sister, Stephanie. Aw. Hooray! Send us more letters, people. I like these. These Letters are are good. Well, if we take off two weeks between things and we get all sorts of that's true you know we can't get to it grown-up things we like you go first okay uh it's all food related uh just two types of food so i planted asparagus because i eat that but apparently you plant it and then it comes up and then you can't you're not supposed to cut it for like the first three years because it's this weird alien plant because i didn't know what happens to asparagus like i know what they first of all when they come out of the ground they just look weird they just look weird they look like little rockets that are just coming out of the ground and then when they've been out of the ground and you don't cut them then they start becoming these frony ferny weirdness things i had never seen this before so i've got weirdo asparagus growing and i love it uh and i also discovered orzo rice and the reason I like, oh, it's not rice, I guess. It's orzo, it's pasta, but it's like the rice of pasta. I love it. It's great. So that's my two things. Okay. Um, one of the wedding gifts that we got was a board game. Oh. Of course. And if you like uh, Splendor. I love Splendor. Then you will love this game. Ooh, what's the name? It's called Century Spice Road. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a. It was made in 2017. It's a tabletop strategy game. It was designed by Emerson 
Masucci and distributed by Plan B Games. Um, <laughs> I like their name. <laughs> so it's a simulation of spice trading where each player competes for points as they buy and sell spices that are represented by colored cubes. It's incredibly fun. Uh, it's a lot of strategy. It's for ages eight and up for two to five people and takes about 30 to 45 minutes to play. So highly recommend it. Super fun because we played it tonight and I won. So uh, I see. I see where this is coming from. <laughs> anyway, yeah, right. so go get this game. It's called Century Spice Road. Highly recommend it. Similar to Splendor, but it's spices instead of gems. So Excellent. Yeah. I'm going to buy all the cinnamon. Yeah. The cinnamon is one of the spices. Of course it is. It was like the only one I could say that I knew for a fact would actually be in that game. So maybe there's some paprika. No, it's four yeah. spices. Cinnamon, cardamom, saffron, and turmeric. Ooh. Yeah. Too bad it doesn't smell like those because that'd be awesome. They right? need to put like a little like Oh, that would have been feature. cool. Yeah. That would have been neat. Like a scratch and sniff version of the game. <laughs> Anyway, Mm-mm. that's my grown-up thing. Well, that's a very good grown-up thing. So mine is something you can eat, and yours is something you can't smell, but you can play. Right. Are you yeah. hungry right now? Is that what this I'm is? I'm always hungry. All right. I'm always perpetually hungry. get some food. All right. I'm going to go get some food. But before I do, I've been Betsy. I'm Kate. Bye. Fuse 8 and Kate is a Fuse Number 8 production. You can reach us at FuseKate8 at gmail.com. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at Fuse underscore Kate. You can follow us on Instagram at Fuse8Kate. That's Fuse number 8 Kate. Listen to us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or Player FM. Or follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Kime, and our newly married man is Drew Atienza. Fuse8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Atienza and Betsy Bird. <laughs>